0: I'm really getting tired <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> of the. Hey, gang! Hey, welcome to Bream Friends, a podcast about nothing and everything. I'm your host, Bree Simmons. This past week, I had my friend Zed Kitchens come on through. It was a Saturday before the Oscars when we recorded this episode. So we were uh, chit-chatting about some of our favorite films and least favorite films, Oscar nominated or otherwise. Um, and Zed is actually a G&E in the industry. So who better to have on, huh? So enjoy and let's get started. Well, everyone, welcome to Brian Friends, and uh, today I've got the one and only Zed here. Say hi, Zed.
1: Top of the morning to ya.
0: I just realized maybe saying the one and only because isn't there a producer guy named Zed?
1: You know what? Uh, um, no, there's a uh, there's an artist, a, a DJ, if you will, called oh, Zed. He's a DJ. Um. But he's called Zed. That's not actually his real name. His real name starts with an A or something like that. I looked Poser. it up. Poser. Yeah, yeah. Because I got really <laughs> jealous. I was like, No, dude, I'm the only Zed. There's, there's only me, Lord Zed from Men in Black, Zed the rapist from Pulp Fiction. No, no! <laughs> and, Zed, and Zed, the, the head agent of, um, from Men in Black. But that's okay because in Canada, Z is Zed. So, and everyone's agent names are a letter like Agent M, Agent J, Agent K, AKA Tommy Lee Jones. But
0: What a treasure he is. So
1: it's okay for him to be Zed because technically it's the letter, not the full name.
0: Well, there's a fun fact for you kids.
1: A little bit of, you know, knowledge thrown your way.
0: Knowledge is power.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Power is power.
0: School of Rock. Welcome guys. Um, <laughs> I forgot we were still doing this thing. <laughs> Zed works in the G and E world, which I just learned meant uh, grip and electric in the film and TV world. So glamorous.
1: It's not that glamorous.
0: I mean, you're on sets and shit. That's.
1: It's really nice. It's pretty cool. Because it's unlike any other job. I get to take more naps than anyone else <laughs> on set.
0: Do you get to uh, partake in that craft services? Uh, that is the dream. Like I just want to be on a set.
1: That's that's what it goes back and forth between. It goes back and forth between <laughs> eating and sleeping and then working a little bit and then eating and sleeping again.
0: Beautiful. Beautiful.
1: Mm-hmm. Thanks. It's It's really great. I know when to wake up. It's when they yell cut.
0: Best part of waking up is when they yell cut. <laughs> Don't sue me Folgers, <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, today we wanted um well, today is actually Saturday. You guys are hearing this on Thursday, <clears throat> but it'll be after the Oscars by the time this is aired, but we're gonna be talking about some of our favorite films and the different aspects of those films that uh keep us interested and some of our favorite Oscar-nominated films. Um, And I have to admit that I completely forgot about the Oscars this year, honestly. And I think I know, I, I've only seen one of the films nominated for Best Picture. I think I've only seen Get Out, which was nominated for Best Picture. I'm trying to look at the Best Pictures now, and I don't. I wanted to see, I think, everything nominated, and I still haven't. Um, we have for best picture, there's Call Me By Your Name. I have not seen that, nor do I think I've heard of it.
1: One of my friends is actually going to go see that tonight.
0: Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, dark. That's,
1: that's all the knowledge I have on that.
0: <laughs> um, then Darkest Hour, I did want to see that. Because I'm a history nerd. So then I also did want to see Dunkirk. Because I'm a history nerd. And I saw Get Out. That was amazing.
1: Cause you're a history nerd.
0: Well, I mean, if we want to go deeper, <laughs> then yes, because that hey, is. We can take that route. <laughs> we can. I'll do a whole damn show another day on Get Out because that. Whew. Um, Lady Bird, I, can, I wanted to see just because of all the hubbub.
1: I actually know someone who worked on Lady Bird. Oh. Yeah, they were part of the. Um, the uh, production design art department. And it was funny because I've heard this from another movie, too, is they were like, this movie's stupid. No. It's, it's not going to it's not going to do well at all. It's going nowhere. This director doesn't know what she's talking about. And then look at that. It's an Oscar nomination.
0: And we'll see who wins, guys. I mean well, we'll know by now when it airs. But um, Phantom Thread. I don't know what that is
1: phantom thread i think that's isn't that the new um uh pta one with daniel day lewis obviously if that's in the oscar nominations we all know who it's going to if i'm not (laughs) mistaken Is, is is that right
0: uh we'll see got the post which i definitely wanted to see i forgot what movie i was watching where the trailer came up for this but Meryl Streep and Tom Hanks, and that's all I needed. I don't care what the story's about. Like, I'm in. I'm sold. America's Sweethearts right there. Oof. My heart. Goodness. Um, The Shape of Water. Well, I feel like I have to like this because it's Guillermo del Toro. <laughs> so. But I'm not going to lie. I don't really know much about this either. I am very unprepared. But I got Zed here. So, he's the one Um. am relying on to get me through this three billboards outside ebbing mrs. Missouri, missouri yeah. mrs Zori. that
1: is the pta one <laughs> with daniel day lewis phantom threat no doubt about it it's gonna win the um obviously for best actor probably
0: i mean the man was lincoln
1: i mean that's pretty freaking awesome
0: and i just i didn't recently watch this but i saw on my netflix they suggested i watch gangs in new york again and, like, he does not look like a real person. <laughs> <laughs> like the fucking mustache and the top hat. Oh, good job um, with the costumes.
1: Embarrassingly enough, I've yet to see gangs in New York. It's
0: pretty good. It really, I can do another one on this, too. But it really makes you think, like, gangs have been around for forever. And, you know, I don't know about it so much here in L.A., but in Chicago, I mean, we get a lot of bad rep because of the gangs we have there. And it's like look where the fuck it started and they were just as brutal mm-hmm. you know so and and they weren't black
1: speaking of the night chicago died that's just it's a song everyone has to hear
0: there you go there's a plug
1: there that's that's the plug exactly that
0: um and i think that's it yes
1: unfortunately the only one i saw was dunkirk
0: oh Zed didn't like Dunkirk. Uh,
1: see, she wanted to watch... Bree wanted to watch it because, it because she's a history nerd, um, which is the same reason she watched Get Out. But <laughs> I wanted to watch Dunkirk because I'm a Nolan nerd. That being said, it was probably one of my least favorite Nolan movies right next to Insomnia, if you know anything about the Nolan movies. The best one goes to maybe Memento. And then Prestige. Then the Dark Knight. It's a fight between the Prestige and the Dark Knight. But, and so on and so forth. I won't get into the entire list because that's a whole other debate. Bree can do a whole other episode about it later. We can
0: have Zed back on, guys. <laughs> and hear him talk about his favorite. Oh. Uh, no
1: That's, I don't think, how long can the podcast be out?
0: I mean, yeah, the that. longest one I had was like two hours. We can go all damn night. I have SoundCloud Premium. <laughs> <laughs> Premium. unlimited uploads
1: <laughs> you guys are in for some trouble um but uh yeah so watching that one it was much like the whole hour and first hour and a half of um 2001 a space odyssey it was very visually and aesthetically pleasing very gorgeous shot shot well um but story was just so uninteresting the only, the only thing that kept me going was, like, Tom Hardy. And even then, it was still kind of hard to keep going. Because then you also got Harry Styles in there. <laughs> I don't know what...
0: I forgot no, really. Oh Boy was in there.
1: No, yeah, I was... Uh, that's what I wanted, another reason I wanted to see it, because I always love to still give, you know, actors a chance, even if he's not an actor. I want to be like, oh, what's this well, guy? Well, how did
0: he do?
1: I want to... S- yeah. wasn't bad.
0: What
1: was Harry. He wasn't... Harry... No, Harry was great, honestly. Was it wasn't... Was acting... He really wasn't that bad.
0: Direction? Um Um, Was it not a... <laughs>
1: it's like... No, the, the problem was, is like, you know, he would act, and Nolan would give him a direction, and he would always just go one direction, not the other. Oh, oh,
0: oh, guys. <laughs> Aside from his acting... <laughs> You all should know by now. This is like episode 6 or something of this. <laughs> I'm going to go on a tangent real quick. Um musically, Harry Styles, and I guess personally too, the boy is 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 blossoming into the artist and man he wants to be. And I'm happy for him because but I do have to say, but you know, music is inspired by everything and everyone there's really not much that's super super original anymore it's all it's all gonna sound like something that um what's the name of the song girls stop me crying is the sign of the time that one mm-hmm. it caught me off guard like when I heard he had a solo album I was like okay but if you notice near the end of One Direction's uh career together I guess same thing with Justin Timberlake Harry started writing more with Ed Sheeran and you could tell because all the songs started to sound just like this. <laughs> the same progressions. <laughs> I love Ed Sheeran though. I'm not going to front. He can write a damn good pop song. Um, So he started writing with him. And when you hear this album, you can hear some of Ed Sheeran's influence and definitely a lot of Bowie. Mm. Like he's trying. Like that whole song. Sign- I'll let you listen to it later. Yeah,
1: but there's no like you can't really transition from One Direction to Bowie.
0: He's trying it though, and I yeah. think he's yeah, succeeding I, a little well, bit. I,
1: I give the man, a, you know, a pat on the back. Great job! And it's a great, it's a great lad to try and do something so bold and ambitious. But the fact is, is you can't. It's like going Disney to Oscar nomination. Who was the last person you know went from Disney to Oscar nomination? There
0: has to be one.
1: Yeah, does there? Does there have to be?
0: Has Zech Efron been nominated no. for an Oscar again? Yeah. I mean, Give Efron his Oscar!
1: His latest film, from my knowledge, is The Greatest Showman, which I have yet to see because Maybe I kind of nominated. care less about musicals. I have few musicals. But you like what? I, have... <laughs> I was going to say, I have few musicals <laughs> that I enjoy, genuinely enjoy. And I'm going to list those off now. Uh, Sound of Music, Chicago, Sweeney Todd, La La Land, and um, what are the really main ones? Are there? Greece? Greece. I knew there was. Okay, that's it. Oh my god, that's probably gonna hurt someone's ears. Um, <laughs> Greece was it. Those are the only ones. Why
0: could it be Greece? Lightning.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sandy, don't make me laugh. <laughs>
0: I want that on a shirt, just like a caricature of John Travolta's face, like all messed up, <laughs> and just at the bottom in big bold letters, "Why it could be Chris Lattman?" <laughs> Work on it, guys. Someone out there, please, okay, help us just out. Um, but yeah, that's Harry Styles. I think that he's blossoming and good for him. And I haven't seen Dunkirk, but I forgot he w- it was Dunkirk, right? Yeah, he's in mm-hmm. Dunkirk. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, he's okay. Well, Zed doesn't like it, but Zed likes La La Land. I (laughs) try. To like La La Land and Wait,
1: what was what was wrong? I
0: think what was getting me is like I love musicals and I thought it would be similar to Across the Universe where they would use the music from the time to I forgot to mention Across the Universe, I like that one. So fucking good. (laughs) Um, where they would use the music from the time to like and reflect what's happening. But I think there's nothing for me I know. And that's why I was like, okay, this is not it. What obviously. made you think that, though? What made because you think that? Because it's a musical in 2017. So I thought, because Across the Universe was a musical. Well, yeah. I guess a musical-ish. Wasn't, wasn't it
1: 2012 or like 2014? I don't remember when it was Across
0: the universe. universe. It was like 2008. Oh, jeez. I know. I was still in high school. So well. shout out to my friend Amanda, who watched it with me for the first time on her couch with her cool dog. <laughs> um but i think what got it for me is it was clearly an homage to old hollywood and the old hollywood musicals with the dancing and the style of music like i'm gonna give the composer props
1: that's really what i loved about it
0: but i think i don't know maybe i just thought they were trying too hard and i'm like just pick up damn time i I was confused, I guess, because I'm like, yes, this looks old-ish, but she's using an iPhone, and it cracked. It's a cracked iPhone, because, wow, her life is really in the dumps here. She's a struggling actress who's working at a coffee shop. And my iPhone is
1: cracked. No one else in the world has a cracked iPhone. I'm the only one. It's so terrible. Can you imagine how many times I have to look to see what time it is? Because I can't tell if it's a 1 or a (laughs) 7.
0: Broken up. I think I got an hour in. I think, and I wanted to like it. I really did, but maybe I'll give it another shot.
1: Well, how how far did you get into it?
0: An hour. Oh my goodness. I don't even remember it chronologically. (laughs) I don't. Okay. I know they were at some. she, She wasn't at a wedding. She was at some event, and Ryan Gosling excuse me and his band side note ryan gosling really does have a band though and actually he
1: does yeah it's something about ghosts or something like that or maybe that was just someone commented about how ghostly his voice sounds can't remember
0: <laughs> and he was in the mickey mouse club with justin timberlake and jay-z shazay and you know what
1: another thing is you know what i mean academy awards la la land won since we're talking about these, you know, I, kind of
0: thing. I, I, I watched it. I tell yeah. you, I was seething when I thought they won Best Picture over Moonlight. I had a whole status prepared, Zed. You don't even know. Like, I was typing. But Moonlight won, right? Here, it did.
1: Good, because I haven't seen Moonlight, but I've seen clips, and I would probably agree with that over anything. I have yet to see Moonlight, but you know what? There's a lot of movies on my list that I've Wanted to see, but because of my life and the schedule and the way it is, all the crap, it's so hard to find to find time for the movies I don't want to see.
0: I'm gonna be a nerd and talk about sound editing. Oh boy! Listen, here are the nominees.
1: Let's let's see the nominee. Oh oh, Dunkirk. Dunkirk's gonna get it.
0: All those bombs. Um. I haven't seen Dunkirk yet, but I don't or the know. Last Jedi. They got Baby Driver. I just liked that movie. Oh, damn
1: it, Baby Driver is a good one too.
0: Um, yeah. Sound editing, I don't know. Like I, I wish they could like like put them in subcategories for sound editing because Baby Driver was action packed, but it didn't have nearly as many of the sounds that you would have to recreate as Dunkirk probably has, or Blade Runner with all the futuristic, you know. Pew pews (laughs) I did see Blade Runner. That was really good. Um the sound editing for that was also pretty great. Um, haven't seen Shape of Water. Star Wars The Last Jedi, I think is similar to Dunkirk when there's just like a lot of loud (laughs) explosions. So I like I like Well,
1: Dunkirk was a little different. It was Dunkirk was very meticulous in the sound. Um it's it's explained that there's always like some sort of rhythm to like a ticking to it in the background to mm. to keep some sort of suspense. Um, so that's why I maybe it, maybe it'll be in the sound mixing. I don't know. I,
0: oh, it is. Because quite sound frankly, sound
1: I don't know the difference between the sound mixing and the sound editing. Bree might know the difference between those two. Can like... you give us some knowledge, Bree? Oh,
0: OK, so sound mixing used to be called best sound and it rewards the overall soundscape or soundtrack of a film. In short, everything you hear in a film must be mixed together and set to certain levels in accordance with the director's specifications. Makes sense. So sound editing, that's what I thought. Okay, Sound editing is like sound effects that are like cued.
1: Oh, okay. So if that's so like the, the case, Foley no, no, no. Okay, no, see, now I understand. If that's the case, I would might have my money on either Star Wars or Blade Runner.
0: See, they're saying Dunkirk because it's like usually the war movies are the ones that use the most of that. Mm-hmm. But that's what I'm saying. I don't think it's really fair then because you
1: know. No, that's just the way it is, though.
0: Writing, I don't think I've seen any of these which ones are that? for the writing for adaptive screenplay anyway Call Me By Your Name The Disaster I wanted to see my The Disaster money, Artist my
1: money is on Logan
0: oh, I still haven't seen Logan me neither my heart's not ready <laughs> I I I can't let go
1: I don't see a lot of movies these days unfortunately it's pathetic but I'm around people who see all of the movies and they talk <laughs> about it vigorously so I feel like that alone gives me knowledge and an opinion. Therefore, my money goes to um
0: that. I'm going to say writing for original screenplay. I could be wrong. I guess we'll know I, tomorrow. I know <laughs> um, To get out. Only because I haven't seen Lady Bird or The Shape of Water. Because I feel like those two would also be really good. Um, but just because I know what I know about Get Out and I love Jordan Peele. <laughs> and it was just a good, it was a good-ass film, like everything about it. Spoilers, the TSA agent saves the day. It's amazing. And and there's twists and turns and all these, like, I, uh, they had a damn auction. <laughs> it takes you back a little bit because they had... Like, this sort of silent auction for, um, I can't remember any of the characters' names, for the main character. At what she? point was this? When she brought him home and they had, like, that big party the next day,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and it was, like, all those people there were, like, in awe of him and coming up to him, like, oh, you're so interesting, you're so strong, blah, 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 and then they, like, go off into this secret section, I guess, and, like, have, like, this little silent auction Wow. Yeah. Mhm, mhm, mhm. It turns out every time that girl who was Marnie on Girls, so I just hated her from the beginning. Anyway, um, <laughs> brings home another black man or woman, they just end up staying like they take their brains, guys, and put them in the bodies of the white folks. And the black folks just become these like weird, not cyborgs, because they're not, but just, what do you call it? Just like deadpan, dead eyes. Zombies. Yeah. And like sometimes they'll snap, and the mother, who's a psychiatrist or a psychologist or something, like stirs her tea and like does a ding, 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 and then they'll snap back too. It's insane. It's... Well, she
1: also does that to make them knock out too,
0: yeah I don't to understand. go to the sunken place
1: i don't ex- I don't exactly understand how that works, but um if I can learn that trick and use it on like just basically anybody, <laughs> um that'd be pretty cool <laughs> because I don't know any time on set would be freaking phenomenal and... especially for the first a d when everyone's like quiet on set and no one's shutting the hell up the first a d just imagine that swirling a little tea and then ding ding <laughs> and then like twelve people just drop on the floor. and and
0: and when he was like tied to the chair and he was like picking cotton out of the upholstery and then he put it in his ears so that he wouldn't hear it that's slavery guys if you didn't get that because slaves had to pick cotton so yes best original writing
1: probably honestly (laughs) like i said money's either on that or three billboards
0: I really can't wait to see what happens because i love jimmy kimmel um
1: who's that that was a joke
0: oh no i got so scared like what i've been to his show like two two or three two times oh really or is it three i can't remember it was two Um, or three times so but we love it any one of
1: those times was i invited
0: uh i didn't know you yet yeah Um, (laughs) <laughs> I didn't quite know you yet. The first time, mm-hmm. I didn't even live here yet, actually. I was just visiting Dante. And uh, I picked it as one of the fun touristy things to do. And we saw, if you know, the comedian Pete Davidson, who's now on SNL. Um, before, he was super huge. He was on that show. But he was also on the show, um, Guy Code, that was on MTV that I watched. Oh, and I was wow. like, I know this dude. And he was like a little scrawny 19-year-old. It was cute
1: oh yeah this guy he's funny he is Uh, it sucks he had to do a movie with uh, (laughs) with, uh, (laughs) what's her what's her name amy schumer amy schumer yeah i want okay i used to love her
0: show but then i'm like everything you do is just you're trying too hard now amy yeah like you're pushing the look at me i'm not super skinny and I don't take good care of myself, but I sure do love sex.
1: Like that's Too a, much. that's a great way to start off, but that's all she was writing about. That's on. what I'm
0: saying. Like it's the same thing over and over, Amy, and I wanna love you. I do, but it's like find something else, boo boo.
1: It's like, you know, Jim Carrey started off on his goofiness and wackiness, but you know, he also did some really great things. Like if you haven't seen the documentary, um, Jim and Andy, that's a great one you should watch. You'll fall in love like You'll fall in love with uh, Jim Carrey the way I'm in love with him, but uh, he doesn't accept my love, and I'm okay. I'm over that. It's so whatever. Let's move on. <laughs> but I don't know. The, I, I never could stand her as a comedian. The w- only other co- – I'm not even going to get into that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Well, we saw him, and the second time we went, I got a free T-shirt, and I fucking sang in front of Weezer because they were doing, like, the – Wait, what do, you, what do
1: you mean you sing in front of Weezer? Like you're so, in the audience and you sang, or they pulled you up on stage? I or... was,
0: so they, in between the commercials, uh, they have like these little things to keep the crowd interested. And this guy who actually, he came into Guitar Center and I saw him, um, like the crowd hyper, I recognized him. He was super calm though. Like every time we've been there, it's like he did like two or three lines of coke before he went out. Maybe he did. I don't know his life. But he was there, and as soon as I mentioned him, I'm like, hey, don't you work on Jimmy Kimmel? He like lit right up, and he's like, yes, I do! And I'm like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> <Do> you, <laughs> and I was it's like, yeah, we It was like... the like... whole
1: snapping thing. She snapped him out of his, his <laughs> zombie state. Jimmy Kimmel! <laughs>
0: <laughs> Get out! <laughs> what did Jimmy do? <laughs> um, but yeah, I love Jimmy Kimmel, and recently he's been making me very emotional with his son, who has, like, the heart condition, so he's been really into more political things lately and i'm like i can't you're making me cry jimmy at 11:30 p.m. i uh,
1: that's the best time to cry cuz because... everyone's asleep and no one can just see you cry like
0: <laughs> and he's he hosted last year um i don't know if he he wasn't the one who announced uh la la land winning i think he just went up and was like nope it's actually moonlight <laughs> and then that's when i deleted my status and i was like oh okay all right we're fine we're fine crisis averted guys like damn it's a good movie i guess but don't go too far guys let's not anyway um (laughs) i really love jimmy kimmel it's a fun show he's a fun guy i got a t-shirt because um during the little we're on commercial break but not really even though this is live but not live (laughs) um and they were gonna have like you know that area on i think it's highland in hollywood No, yeah. Um, Where they had like the little outdoor concerts for him. Mm -hmm. Uh, Weezer was supposed to perform out there, but I don't know what was going on with the weather. But they were like, no let's bring it inside." So Weezer came inside. But during their like transition, I went up front to sing so I can get a free T-shirt because they're like, "Does anyone have any talents?" And I was like, "I'll sing like eight bars." So wait, they
1: gave you the option to go up there and show off, and then rewarded you for it too? Yes that's pretty freaking spectacular
0: (laughs) absolutely so
1: you got to show off got exposure and reward
0: and a t-shirt i was mostly in it for the t-shirt like if i could just do a simple cartwheel or like a back handspring i would have done that and just got a t-shirt like i just want free things that's why i'm here um (laughs) but that was also the day uh dave Chappelle was uh gonna be a guest so we fucking saw dave Chappelle. i got a t-shirt it was a great day i sang in front of weezer they were unbothered though like the lead singer what's his name mountain river is that his name river
1: who what are you talking about
0: the lead singer of weezer
1: i have no idea who the
0: the very serious looking one with the glasses who looks very fragile like if you say the wrong thing to him he'll like (sighs) break because that's how he looked when i saw him i was like are you okay (laughs) or
1: i got to see weezer live how were they they were cool they were good i mean not as i imagine they didn't have as much spunk as they used to
0: i they did that island in the sun song the oh uh, yeah (laughs) they did that one but they also did this new one they were um pushing i don't remember the new one but i certainly did if you're on a <laughs> that one, but yeah,
1: I got to. <laughs> no one, go ahead, take. I'm sorry, break. Up. Okay. Feel it too.
0: fair.
1: Yeah. Oh, he looks distraught right there. Yeah,
0: he didn't look okay, but they were like tuning a little bit. Mm-hmm. and then I was done singing they waited till I was done singing to like play That's full so out play. though so I'm like thank you guys if you ever need a background singer <laughs> just <laughs> look me up um that whole tangent was to let you know that I like Jimmy Kimmel and I'm excited to see him host the Oscars <laughs> your favorite film guys I just said your god your your uh favorite films <laughs> your uh
1: favorite films there <laughs>
0: Your favorite films that have been nominated, or maybe they weren't, and now's the time to get those boys, uh, or girls, or whatever.
1: Alright, so I have a question. Was The Prestige ever nominated? Because if so, that would be one.
0: I want, I hope so. <laughs> I mean, the name alone.
1: It's freaking prestigious. It's
0: Le Prestige.
1: Mean. Le Prestige.
0: He got a satellite award for best overall DVD.
1: Well, um, <laughs> Brie, go ahead and cut that out.
0: <laughs> a satellite award. <laughs> no, it's a good-ass DVD. The Prestige. It was a good
1: movie, and it was probably one of Nolan's better ones, honestly.
0: I'm surprised it wasn't. I'm pushing wrong buttons because I don't know where they are. The Prestige. I'll just put an Oscar after all You know holidays. what? See, it has Oscar snub. So, yeah.
1: Okay, so here's... It,
0: was, it got a nomination for Best Cinematography and Best Production Design.
1: That sounds about right. Production Design. Absolutely. A lot of work went into that, as it was a period piece. So, naturally, if it's a period piece, nine times out of freaking ten, it's going to get best for production design. That is, if they freaking pull it off enough to be nominated. If it's nominated, nine times out of freaking ten, it's going to win. <laughs> That's what you get.
0: Now I tell you what. Um, you know what actually, I'm gonna let you finish, and then I'm gonna go into mine. A lot of mine are Tom Hanks related um, <laughs> no okay
1: well let's let's hear the so, let's hear the Tom no, I Hanks wanna know, related.
0: like why do you think or yeah, prestige should it have gotten? Are you happy with the nominations it got? Do you think it should have gotten best film or
1: mm, I mean,
0: maybe not one, but nominated at least two
1: probably at least nominated best picture pretty freaking beautiful movie as well and but that's just because i'm a huge nolan fan so it's totally biased (laughs)
0: that's what this is all about because i'm a huge tom hanks fan did it
1: did it win for production design because if it won for production design, i'd be totally happy anything no it
0: just says nominee
1: good lord okay see that's what i'm upset about i'm so (laughs) i'm so furious right now it should have been it should have won Good one. I'm over it. Whatever, though. I mean, hell, David Bowie was in it. Bowie was in the movie. My I've said enough.
0: Yeah, dude. Hugh
1: Jackman, Christian Bale.
0: What a cast, huh?
1: Michael Caine. Oh,
0: uh, oh. Uh, it won an award in the UK.
1: Well, of course. It won. For
0: best director.
1: Well, of course. <laughs> the bastard's British. Of course, he's going to win the best British.
0: Uh, 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 Italian. Online Movie Awards, Best Adapted Screenplay. Okay. And London Credit Circle Film Awards. I
1: can best sleep it. I can act. sleep at night now. I don't have to drink myself to sleep anymore.
0: You did it. Um. Yeah. So.
1: Well, let's get started on yours. The Tom Hanks. That's 'cause because I mean everyone loves Tom Hanks. Now There's we nothing... know
0: Forrest Gump we... was nominated. <laughs> and need I say more, boys and girls? Is there a day that goes by, maybe, maybe not a day, maybe a day for me, but a week or maybe a month that goes by that you don't hear at least one to two Forrest Gump references or quotes from the movie? Like, it's, it's an American classic. Everybody's seen it. Everybody loves some part of it.
1: Well, considering I don't go a day without <laughs> quoting something on a regular basis, half the things I say are not original. <laughs> that's the only time I can make someone laugh is if I'm quoting something. So. <laughs> so.
0: Like, let's just. They got Best Picture, 95, of course, because that's when it was me. Or, yeah. Best Picture, Best Actor, Tama Hanks. Best Director.
1: How do you spell? How do you spell that again? Tama Tama Hanks. Tama Hanks. T O M
0: M. Is that two M? Yes. T O M M Tame A Y E, and then Hanks. <laughs> Tame Hanks. And then Hanks. <laughs> <laughs> ah! Oh, he didn't win. Gary Sinise was um, nominated for Best Supporting Actor. Ugh. Didn't he? Doesn't he have the band uh, Lieutenant Dan band? Who? i mean that's enough gary sinise who that <gasps> you know him when you see him if
1: i see a face i will know him let me
0: get him up for you where's gare bear
1: gary sinise how do you spell that
0: it's how do you spell sinise gary, s-i-n-i-s-e you've I certainly think... seen him he's like in everything
1: there he is oh you should have said lieutenant diane <laughs> Lieutenant
0: Dan, got Lieutenant some ice cream, Dian. Lieutenant
1: Dan. Well, you know what? There's only so many things but I've Lieutenant actually Dian, seen him in.
0: you those. ain't got no legs.
1: But Lieutenant Dan, you ain't got no legs.
0: <laughs> he had heart. <laughs> he took care of him and Jenny's baby that she just pawned off. I want a paternity test now <laughs> that I think about it. I want a Forrest Gump, too.
1: <laughs> well, Is no, we life to, a box have, of chocolate? We have to wait for a couple decades to go above To go by before we can do, wait a couple decades have gone by. Sure have. Oh damn! Well, what's happened in those couple decades?
0: Um, We've gotten a black
1: president. Hoorah! That's what's up.
0: Ooh, Jesus! Obiezy. (laughs) Obie, if you're listening, (laughs) you are missed, and that's all I'm gonna say about that.
1: And then immediately following.
0: (laughs) Oh, Jesus! Oh, yeah. Uh, Gary Sinise was nominated. <laughs> Didn't win for Best Supporting Actor. I don't know. I don't think he was in enough of a film like to be. There were a lot of supporting actors. <laughs> Everyone besides Forrest was a supporting actor.
1: Yeah, pretty much.
0: But, yeah, Ginny can't stand Jenny. her. I couldn't stand her from the beginning. Like I know she came from rough upbringings. Dear God, make me a bird so I can fly far. Far away from here. Well, that's what made and her that like, way. Oh. And you know yeah, what? F- but but Forrest
1: helped her overcome that. <sighs>
0: Dee-dee. Dee-dee. I feel like she didn't overcome anything. I feel like I she feel got like sick. As
1: soon as she got knocked up, she was like, maybe I should get my life Probably. In order. Probably. That's what happened that's then. That's what happened. And
0: she got sick and was like, well, it, time to call Forrest. Like, how old was that child before she mm-hmm. even called Forrest? That's my thing, Zed. Like, well, no, 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 no. I- she sent him a letter
1: she sent him a that take
0: about seven business days <laughs> but i think that was if, if I, not seven years to get... if i
1: remember correctly okay okay he got caught up running around the world
0: <laughs> and i was running
1: and i was running
0: i think i'll stop and
1: i think it was also a thing (laughs) you know that's
0: right i take it back he did he invented the smiley face and all that time we could thank him for all of our emojis thank you tom hanks um
1: (laughs) tom hanks not the writer, came
0: up with the bumper sticker idea shit happens it was tom hanks tom hanks not forrest not forrest Um. (laughs)
1: it's tom hanks it wasn't the writer anything like that that's just
0: Tom Hanks went back in time, and I mean, Tom Hanks also met the president twice. Yeah. So he got Dr. Pepper from one of them. Um, I have to pee. I believe he said he has to pee. <laughs> Showed the other one his butt.
1: But okay, so he was running during all that time. That's all I'm saying. That's true. Okay. And I feel like after she saw him, she was like, "All right, I think I'm woman enough now to be like." Oh, now I'm ready for you because now I'm not a child coke whore.
0: By the by, I'm dying. Here's this kid. <laughs>
1: but, oh, BTW. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't have my whole care thing worked out.
0: <laughs> oh, man.
1: My, one of my favorite ones is um, The Graduate, <clears throat> uh, which should be like a note right that one was a that's an old one.
0: It had to be nominated.
1: It had to have been nominated. You would think, but you know what? There's a lot of movies that were crap in the time that weren't appreciated because they were in a sense a Oh, it was time.
0: nominated. We're good. good. It won a lot. Oh no, good. I like It won one. <laughs> nominated a lot.
1: I love The Graduate because one, the whole soundtrack is that's just it. is just so my life. No, Miss and Lechnavar. Simon and Garfunkel sing my the soundtrack of my life. That's for sure. Uh, Mrs. Robinson is a gorgeous woman. That's for sure. (laughs) But one, my favorite thing about The Graduate is the fact that, um, that he does get what he wants.
0: I guess he does, huh? But and he
1: doesn't. He's not even sure if he that's what he wants.
0: That's what I'm saying. Like that's the best. They show them on the bus at the end, and Mm -hmm. they're just like. Okay. Crap, now what? Well, that was exciting. Uh... Oh. In a sense, oh.
1: it's almost like reflecting an entire movie. Like, at the <laughs> end, like, that was fun. Now what do I do with my life?
0: Um. Let's see. It won for Best Director. As it should. Back in 68. It um, was nominated for Best Picture, Best Actor, Best Actress for Dustin Hoffman and Anne Brancroft? Bancroft. Bancroft um best supporting actress, Catherine Ross, best writing for Book Henry.
1: What about Saint Track? What about that?
0: Um no. What it's about not. that soundtrack? It just got best cinematography and that's it. Not original. Wow. Did they have that then? It was 68.
1: Yeah, I have no idea what's been what changes have been made since 27, you know.
0: Whoa. loves you more than you will you know. Whoa. Whoa. Uh, Simon and Carfunkel alone. Wow, she does look like the grandma that'll steal your man. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. See, gotta watch her. Gotta watch Anne.
1: I'll keep my eyes open for any <laughs> ugly woman with the last name Robinson, and then come across her what her mom no! She'll be like. Oh, look, you're gorgeous.
0: Okay. Um. But yeah, I do. I don't know if it was. Uh if best original score or uh, music or soundtrack, I mean, was around in 68, but I feel like I should have got that because those songs are I freaking conic.
1: I actually just listened to the entire soundtrack recently just because um, I was in that kind of mood where I need to
0: listen to this soundtrack of the graduate. So, um, this definitely wasn't Oscar nominated or nominated for anything actually. Um, But another film, I believe it was directed by uh, Tom Hanks and written by Tom Hanks. And it is a little movie that a handful of people love and know called That Thing You Do. And it follows a band, a young group of guys um, in the 60s. And their band, they're called The Wonders sometimes referred to as the oneaters depending on the spelling um and they rise to fame with their one hit wonder called that thing you do and they come tumbling down quickly after the uh lead singer jimmy has a little falling out with everyone because he wants more creative control and blah blah blue so you know so goes life they go on uh all these state fair tours when their album first drops and get well known and then they make it to hollywood and you know back then that was big shit and they were on like a what would be one of those uh hollywood live variety shows they had back in the day and the big turning point was on the screen they put under Jimmy's name when they're introducing everyone they put careful ladies he's engaged and his girlfriend who was sitting in the audience was like oh my gosh and his girlfriend is played by Liv Tyler by the way and they go backstage and he's like what i gotta buy you some ring now because i'm not and he just turns into a giant douchebag but he's always been a giant douchebag because his whole story arc was him being the douchebag songwriter lead singer of a band who writes these horrible sappy brooding love songs but then guy patterson comes into the band and livens it up and that's how they make it big and you know now that i'm explaining it i don't think i'm doing the best <laughs> <laughs> but it is a great movie with a really fun soundtrack, and I just think I'm obsessed with the '60s anyway. So I'm just, uh, it's beautiful. One of my favorite lines is, "They're in," it's set in Erie, PA, first, and um, one of the guys, uh, the drummer actually, they get discovered after they play at a local Italian restaurant called Villa Pianos, <laughs> and this guy wants to um i think his name was phil horace or something
1: you yeah. hit your eyes phil yes. horace
0: phil horace he wanted to sign them but he was just like some guy who looks like your uncle who had a camper and liked to go fishing and made stew and he brought them into their camper and he was like i want to put your record on the radio and lenny Um, it's like a guy in a really nice camper wants to give us a record deal. Give me a pen. I'm signing, you're signing, we're all signing. And that just from there guys, the movie takes off. (laughs) (laughs) It is so good. I'm doing a horrible job explaining it, so maybe I can't explain why I should have been Oscar nominated. But Tom Hanks alone should be it. And
1: hold on, hold on. Any honestly, any kind of like rise to fame movie is (gasps) <gasps> it's totally awesome and worth any kind of nominations what what do you about that?
0: guys it got a nomination for best music original song for oh. the song that thing you do which is amazing back in my show choir days <laughs> we did (laughs) we performed that but i was a little confused because we did it on our 80s night and i'm like this is nowhere near 80s the movie came out in the 90s it was based in the 60s but nice try maybe they were going for the median you know
1: i don't know how that worked (laughs) like you add up all the
0: years between 1965 or whatever and when did this come out 97 96 between there and 1996. I don't even think the median would be in the 80s anywhere. We can math it out later. But <laughs> it also got a Golden Globe nomination for the song. I'm noticing it's all for the song, <laughs> not for the actual <laughs> movie.
1: You're not doing a good job at selling uh, this movie, bro. Uh,
0: funniest supporting actor in a motion picture for the american comedy awards who is that and that was tom hanks and you know i don't know yes he was their manager mr white Uh, and this was also progressive because if you have the two disc special like i do and you watch the extended version and not just the theatrical version (laughs) you see that tom hanks is actually in a relationship with that guy who does the football stuff on espn what's his name he look, kind of looks like a really skinny Drew Carey, like he could be Drew Carey's attractive brother.
1: I have no
0: idea. Who Something you're Bradshaw about. is it Bradshaw, Terry Bradshaw? Yes, no, oh no, <laughs> I just thought about it. that's a bald one. No, <laughs> not, Terry. <laughs> <laughs> not Terry Bradshaw. <laughs> uh, the point is, it was progressive because Tom Hanks was a gay man in the 60s openly gay man in the 60s in this film and and it was star-studded guys this cast you had I don't know if Ethan Embry is super famous now but I just always remember his name I think it's the double E Ethan Embry um Liv Tyler as I mentioned she played Faye who was Jimmy's girlfriend and later turned into Guy's girlfriend slash wife because fuck Jimmy and then steve zahn played lenny i loved him as lenny and i loved every character he's played since but i think it's just because i hold on to that um you have Charlize theron as tina who played guy's girlfriend who left him for her dentist (laughs) my god it's this movie it just rita wilson his wife was in it she played like the uh Waitress at the bar that guy went to because he was obsessed with jazz and that's the other thing guy was like a jazz drummer and he joined this little Rock band that played the same shit every day, but he was an amazing drummer and his favorite Musician was del paxton who was this really cool jazz pianist and he met him while he was in hollywood and he goes up to him And I dream of saying this to bruno mars one day y- You are my biggest fan because he was super drunk from martinis listening to jazz all night. And Marguerite, a.k.a. Rita Wilson, came up to him and was like, oh, you want to meet Dell?" And then she introduces him to Dell Paxton. Okay, so... That, I just fucking love That Thing You Do and maybe the story is not Oscar-worthy That Thing You Do. I'll tell that you. Thing. You doing that thing. <laughs> the thing she's doing is breaking his heart into a million pieces like she always does and she doesn't try to be cruel but I mean she never even knew about the heartache that he's been going through and he tries and tries to forget her girl but you know it's just so hard to do every single time she does that thing she does and he doesn't ask a lot but he knows one thing is for sure it's his love or her love that he hasn't got and he just cannot take it anymore and that is the thing she does said
1: i like what she does
0: (laughs) he's just asking for some loyalty and she simply can't deliver damn uh anywho (laughs) what 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 film do you have next
1: oh you know what i'm upset about this right here really I'm genuinely upset about them making a wrinkle in time into a movie, ultimately because it just looks terrible. Uh I loved the book and I feel like just the entire world that they're creating around this book in the movie, it just looks terrible and cheesy and so cartoony and lively and that's not the way I saw it when I read the book. Or when I was read the book, and then when I read the book, so it's I don't know. It's just too light for me. A wrinkle in time, when I read it, it seemed a little darker.
0: Hmm. Well, maybe the trailers are giving up, uh, giving off a more.
1: Well, I mean, also it's like look at the design of it. It's all everything is just these bright colors, and I feel like it shouldn't be a bright True. colors. I really don't. It's it's the things should be a little bit more desaturated. These are very vibrant colors, and lighthearted, and I don't know.
0: See, I didn't read the book, so I'm not sure. what oh. on Earth, is. I know I've heard of it before, mm-hmm. but I didn't know what it was about.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, no. um, yeah, I, I don't want to watch. It. Oh, that's
0: an interesting perspective. I just want to read it again and because totally he, ignore the movie. You know, I haven't been hearing anything of that from from that end of things i've only been hearing like the very hello the very excited um um black people because ava duvernay i think directed Mm it so they're all like yes ava because she does great things but see i don't know the actual story so if you're saying it should be like it has a darker theme than I can see what you're talking about because it definitely didn't look like a dark movie to me no (laughs) exactly I thought it was a very magical mystical land where this girl goes to find her dad
1: Mm -hmm. yeah
0: but I guess that part's not like the lightest I mean there are parts where she's like trust me and there's like dark things and it reminds me of the trees from Wizard of Oz there's that
1: well so well if you think about it i mean the wizard of oz that's actually a pretty dark yes, movie it's in like, itself it really is. but also <laughs> i but also i guess it's i guess my opinion isn't a very safe one as like i'm a very dark person in general i like really dark depressing movies and things that are just sad and not happy and lively and light so you know maybe i'm in the wrong maybe this is the movie everyone loves and i'm just a stickler about it
0: i mean no i get what you're saying like you've actually read it so you have a better view than me i mean (laughs) shit um yeah i don't yeah also my beef with this movie (laughs) is that she the little girl does not look like that anymore and i was very disappointed when i Wait, found her accidentally on instagram and i'm like this girl looks like a teenager and now i'm pissed she looked like a happy little nine to ten year old there yeah but that's how and all cute and things and i'm like they waited too long from the filming to the release she's gone through puberty and now i'm sad
1: <laughs> now she's showing up to the freaking premiere in heels she was
0: <laughs> like she had like a full-on gown like full makeup and i'm like what is going on she don't look like that no more (laughs) it threw me all the way off well like there can't be a sequel because she's no longer super cute wait is that her see what i mean you go from that and then yeah but you know
1: (laughs) children these days freaking They
0: they sure do like what what yeah you can't you're not saving her from anything She's got to get back to take her SATs. <laughs> That's what she looks like.
1: <laughs> she is applying for Brown in a few weeks. And damn it, she like, will get hair, there. Great though.
0: Like, whoever her stylist is, good job. Because I could not look like that on my best day. Like, this is it's it for right now. So don't get you too, like... You know what like...
1: we should do? We should come back after the Oscars. Maybe watch a movie or two.
0: And then discuss.
1: And then discuss. You know what? Let's Let's each pick a different movie... From each of our own I suggestions. Uh damn it! I was gonna
0: call that one. <laughs> Fine, I call the
1: post. How about that?
0: Wait! I forgot. <laughs> I'm doing the post. All right, Tom Hanks.
1: Little little Hanks switcheroo, dosey doe, right so there. That's guys, what I'm all. Yeah,
0: come back and uh, we'll have Zed back, and we'll talk about those movies. And I guess based on what they won or didn't win, too.
1: Exactly, and why we're upset about them.
0: We Across the universe, I want to first say. <laughs> i have a lot of favorite movies and i really narrowed it down here (laughs) but like pulp fiction but i think that was nominated for something maybe
1: i think everything
0: (laughs) pulp fiction wins everything that one kill bill um
1: and glorious bastards
0: yes um, although I do have some beef with Tarantino because I feel like he just uses the N-word and every other slur just because he feels like he can and because he has Sam Jackson on set with him. And I'm like, if you're going to use it, use it the correct way. Like in Django Unchained, yes, of course, it was sort of necessary. Sort of incredible in a time. sense. But like when you open Reservoir Dogs and it's like, why do you? And like, it just seems so funny. Looking pretentious because it's like that like they're going around the damn table all right let me just spout out every racial slur i have here while we're wearing these sunglasses packing up drugs no big deal like in shut his, the fuck
1: up quentin in his defense if i had samuel jackson backing <laughs> me up <laughs>
0: He said it's fine. I would
1: do he whatever said, it's the okay. hell I want.
0: <laughs> well, you could see it in his face. Like, he would just say it for the shock factor. Like, I have a love-hate relationship with him. Like, damn it, I love your movies. But if you say that one more time for no damn reason, Quentin.
1: That makes, I totally agree. I totally agree. Because even, like, sometimes I'm watching it and I'm like, that's a little unnecessary. A
0: little bit. A lot of bit. A lot of bit. <laughs> but...
1: What was it? Um, well, yeah, Pulp Fiction is um, the whole... Which is actually probably one of my favorite scenes of Pulp Fiction is when they go to uh, Tarantino. I forget his name in the... His character's name in the movie. Yeah. But they go to his house oh. because they blew off uh, whatever his name is, brains. Um, <laughs> and Tarantino's going off. <laughs> like, is there a sign outside that says... I'm not going to say it because I don't have Samuel Jackson backing me up.
0: But... <laughs> Seriously, I'm like, Really? Quentin. The like, reason
1: was... being I love that that scene so much is because the context behind the subtext and underneath it is, I mean, it starts out with Samuel Jackson like this is some damn good coffee. What, what kind of coffee is this? And he's like, he's like, yeah, I know it's damn good coffee because I get it. I'm not my freaking wife. I don't get the cheap stuff when I go and get coffee. Like me. And he's basically in that scene. It's amazing because he's like, cut the freaking small talk. Let's get to the bigger issue here. I got a freaking dead body in my garage that shouldn't be there that I have no business with. And it's in the morning. I, I like, I just now woke up barely drinking my coffee. And you want to talk to me about how good the coffee is when I got to deal with the dead body in my garage. He didn't get fulgers. Bi- <laughs> he's a good man. He's a good man. Um, Apart from a few things. But, I mean... He, he, I'm not gonna say that. Um, but yeah, that's why I love that scene so much because the subtext behind
0: it. I like when Sam Jackson's ranting about cleaning up brain and how he shouldn't be the one doing it. You get in the backseat. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so it was lore. Some examples. Of, but I'm pretty sure, like, all the other movies I really like, besides that, Think You Do, are Oscar nominated. Or nominated for some sort of award or crooklyn i don't know if that was nominated for anything it's a spike lee film so probably not he doesn't really get many nominations unfortunately Mm -hmm. um but across the universe guys i wanted to like this at first when it was first advertised to me i thought it would be one of those weird sundance film festival films (laughs) where i'm not gonna get it across the universe oh and because I think all I remember from the trailer is the scene when they're in a the bowling alley, but they don't play the music they're playing in the bowling alley for the trailer. They're just like running and jumping with the lights going everywhere while they're talking. Like there's like a voiceover over it telling you why you should see across the universe. And I'm like, oh, it's one of those pretentious ass Sundance Film Festival. I love those ones. Those are my favorite. Like, oh, look at this, we're running freely through a bowling alley. But then you watch it, and they're doing the I just seen a face, I can't forget the time or place where we just met. She's just a girl for me, and I want all the world to see we've met. Mm-hmm. And that's when I fell in love with Jim Sturgis. We're done. Okay, that's cool. Like, it's, it's a really good film. And I like how they use the music from the Beatles not like in a hokey, cheesy way to just sing randomly burst into song like every other musical but it follows the story of the mid to late 60s perfectly and it shows you how the Beatles grew as a band in such a short as a band of musicians in such a short amount of time where they go from singing those nice like I want to hold your hand and then at the other end you've got freaking I need a what is it Something 'cause I'm going down, down to uh, the I'd I'd
1: like to say that Bob Dylan had some influence on that.
0: Uh you know, probably.
1: Well he did. Sounds as, exactly as a, like him. <laughs> who was it? Was it Paul <laughs> Fix. I need a fix. Which one was it? Um damn it.
0: The one who who was, was the one that John
1: Lennon. John Lennon loved uh Bob Dylan and all the things that he did and he always wanted to like uh collaborate with Bob Dylan actually. But hmm. because he felt because of the image that the Beatles presented he couldn't do that because of the image that bob dylan presented as the band grew eventually they were able to kind of you know
0: and he became the walrus
1: the walrus <laughs> K- K- K-
0: like it's just a great film like how they said it like it's the background to all this shit happening vietnam and the protests and civil like the scene where they're singing let it be during the riots i'm like oh my god like <laughs> <laughs> oh my Sorry. god
1: strawberry fields. that forever. too like
0: the whole guys again we'll just have to keep coming back we'll bring Zed back and i'll just talk about all these movies one by one
1: maybe <laughs> because we that's just, what you want yeah. maybe we should probably just designate
0: like
1: a, movies yeah. and then... once a month Once a month.
0: That sounds good. You heard it here first. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it's so good. I'm probably going to watch it after this. (laughs) I haven't seen it in a while. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. That's another one. That's probably not Oscar nominated. Where'd that
1: come from? Was that in the back of your mind?
0: I think so. I (laughs) think so. You know what it was? I didn't was. see it
1: anywhere. Here was the
0: line. So I thought of watching it, and then I thought of the DVD, the physical to this DVD that I have of it, and then I thought, oh, I got the special edition of Ferris Bueller around the same time. <laughs> so yeah. And I also haven't seen that in a while. And Ferris Bueller quotes John Lennon and said, I could have been the walrus. Remember?
1: <laughs> I don't remember
0: actually. When he's like going over his little, he has like a little tangent while he's in the shower talking about Cameron. and Oh
1: yeah, 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 yeah. That's near or the. Or
0: fascism, like I don't believe in anyism, like John Lennon or something. Then he goes, and he was the Walrus. <laughs> I could
1: in the Walrus. <laughs> ah. What a great movie. What's the next? What What are the other questions? For?
0: Oh, okay. What draws you into a film? Like, what keeps you going?
1: draws me in initially or keeps me in well, it it's two different kind both. of questions okay I'm glad you asked me that Um, I'll start by saying one of my friends posted on Facebook their top 10 films and it, and one of them was a film I came across, I've come across on Netflix various times and I'm like nah but then he said it was one of his favorite and I was like oh maybe it's actually good it's uh it's I don't feel at home in this world anymore that's with Elijah Wood and I forget the. Name. I want to say she's the freaking character from um, Red. Uh, yeah, Melanie. Let me get yeah, Melanie Linsky. She plays. She is Ruth, and she is the character from Red, if I'm not mistaken. Anyway, um, so what draws me in and what keeps me in? Um, as someone who works in Genie, my entire job is to make things look beautiful. So if the opening scene or opening shot or whatever is aesthetically beautiful and says a lot about the movie, just by the very framing and and the colors and everything in itself, I love it. The very opening shot of this movie is it's her at night it's actually the second shot and it's her at night she's maybe 20 feet or so away from her house everything is dark around her and it's just yellow like a yellow light spilling out from her house and it's just her secluded all by herself far from her home and therefore kind of portraying the very image of the title i don't feel at home in this world anymore um so definitely the opening shot has plays a big role there's been quite a few movies I've started and on the opening shot I try and get through it and I'm like I can't do this anymore well, if I can't if I can't be sold for the first five minutes sometimes I won't do it um, there's a couple movies actually what was um, what, what was that one with Jeff Bridges uh, The Given couldn't get through the first five minutes and I was like I can't do this anymore I'm out. Oh. Count me out. <laughs> um, and then there is, uh, what was the other one? Oh, it, was, it was a Woody Allen one, so obviously it wasn't, wasn't too hard to kind of check out of that one. Yeah. Yeah, first, first five minutes of that, <laughs> I said, mm, if I'm not sold within the first five minutes, sometimes I just got to check out, unless I really have nothing better to do and no other options. But this one, the first shot, kept <laughs> me interested.
0: He is so brutal, guys.
1: <laughs> and then... Five minutes, the whole five minutes in, all I was thinking, I said it in my head several times, is I'm sold, I'm sold, I'm sold. This movie is awesome already. um, Because of how aesthetically composed these pictures are.
0: So do you like a lot of Wes Anderson films? Obviously. There you go. Um, Rushmore. I feel like when you said that, that's immediately what I thought of, is like his... Everything is where it should be. Mm -hmm. Here's a house inside a house, inside a submarine. Exactly. No,
1: but that's the thing. If you can, the, the way I see it is, that's another thing that keeps me interested because I like movies that keep me emotionally involved and intellectually involved. If I can watch a movie and I can pause it at any moment and I can tell a story with just the very paused frame that I see in front of me, that's awesome. It doesn't have to be the entire story that I'm watching. But if I can tell a story with that one frame in the entire five minutes of that first, the entire first five minutes of that movie, every frame I could pause it and be like, yeah, I can make a story there very easily. And it was totally reflective to the entire movie as well. So sometimes if I get bored and emotionally uninterested, I look at the frame. And if the frame can keep me intellectually interested, awesome. I'm going to keep going. If not,
0: check checkout. You know, we got to get Jason, Jason, and Tyler. Jeez. They got to, JJT. We got to get JJT involved for the next one because I just want to hear everyone's, like, different perspectives on it.
1: But um, those are the things that keep me, that draw me in and keep me in. If I can stay both in, emotionally and intellectually involved. Which was one of the problems of Dunkirk. Um, <clears throat> which is sad to say. Very sad to say. Not that at the same time, I could kind of still tell a story in each frame, you know? But when there's absolutely just no emotion involved, it makes it very difficult.
0: I think for me, it depends on the genre of film I'm about to see. Because, I mean, I'm a simple person, really. But... I also can't focus for like a super long time. So if I go into a film knowing it's going to be like two and a half hours long, I'm like, okay, here we go. And I just try my hardest to stay up. I will admit, I have seen movies that I just love, but because I just, I can't. I don't have the stamina. I'll like sleep for like five minutes and then wake up like, oh, I'm here. I'm here. But <laughs> I think, I think for. I think it's because of my Disney upbringing. There has <laughs> there has to be some sort of bright, colorful, or... <laughs> like, I need something visual there. We could not watch me. a movie together. <laughs> I like Across cross-universe. There was nothing bright and colorful at the beginning of that. He's sitting on a damn beach. It's all gloomy and gray. <laughs> Is there anyone that's going to listen oh. to my story? <laughs> Uh girl, girl. <laughs> and it just fades out into some jello mo looking thing and then it's a dance. It feels so right
1: now. Yeah, you were probably getting ready to check out and then it jumped into the dance and you're like, I'm back.
0: There it is. Like, ah you almost <laughs> lost me. <laughs> no, I think again, I think it depends on le genre. Le genre of the picture I'm about to see. Like a comedy, I don't expect it to be like laughs right off the bat. Obviously, you gotta have some story that's leading up to it. Or maybe it's, I think it's the trailers. If the trailer doesn't get me, then I'm probably not gonna see it. The trailer or the subject matter has to be. Like Dunkirk, I don't remember seeing a lot of trailers for it, but I just want to see it because I'm like, maybe it's like a documentary. Like, if there were... There probably is a documentary on Dunkirk on (laughs) Netflix. I'd watch that. Probably. I don't need a trailer for it. But for comedy stuff, I'm going to need some sort of trailer to show me what I'm getting into so I can see how cheesy it is. And if all of the funny shit's going to just be in this minute and a half you're showing me. For action films, I don't like... I'll admit... I don't like all the romance sappy shit. Like, just get down to it. Like, Marvel has oh, been... something up. Not Marvel. DC was pissing me off real tough with damn Batman v oh Superman. Because I'm like, if he drops something one more time to go get Lois, I'm out. I'm walking out of this theater. Like, you have a job to do, Clark. You have a job.
1: You selfish son of a... Like,
0: fuck Lois for a minute. She, she got herself into all of those messes, okay? No one told her to go underwater to go get whatever the fuck she threw down there. I forgot now. But he he literally dropped a building once and be like, oh, Lois, no, no. That's not your responsibility. That's not who you're here for, Clark.
1: But that is his kryptonite.
0: Mm. I don't. I'm not for all of the... Maybe that's wrong of me because I'm like, these Everyone's characters got do. everyone
1: Achilles heel
0: like like all these characters do need a line or a story or a way to build they can't just fight all the time but i'm like if you're not fighting you don't have to be involved romantically with someone like i just think it takes away from the story i love star wars for example but every time i heard leia or han's theme when they were together i'm like please we have a galaxy to save it's a galaxy like, of kiss y'all and make, make up later.
1: Y'all make a little Sith Lord <laughs> some other time. Damn it.
0: Oh, they did. They did. Fuck Kylo Ren. You see what romance gets you?
1: <laughs> Freaking Adam Driver in a glow stick.
0: <laughs> He's exactly like his character on Girls. Just throwing fits. You just needed, what's her name in there? Half naked. <laughs> <laughs> lena dunham there you go uh i don't know she's problematic for me too that's another story um yeah so i think the trailer has to keep me in and if there's not a lot going on within like the first five ten minutes like dante will warn me sometimes like when we watched alien i just saw alien for the first time a little while ago and he was like now there's not much dialogue at the beginning." <laughs> It's very dark, and I think this has something to do with it. I have very poor, low-light vision. <laughs> so.
1: <laughs> that explains you need the, so, the need for vibrant colors.
0: Yes. So maybe, like, when it's super dark, I can't tell. This happens with me with Game of Thrones. I love that movie. huh? Movie. I love that show. But, like, the first couple of seasons, it took me a while because I'm like, everything's super dark. I don't know what's happening. Everybody looks the same. I can't hear them now. I gotta put subtitles up, so now I have to read. If I turn it up, this dragon's gonna be too loud, like, <laughs> <there's>... <laughs> because they're all talking like this. I don't know what they're saying. The Northern Numbers. winter's coming, and I don't. I love that show though. Like I had to give it a couple watches through. I'm like, wait, let me just go back. I still don't know all their names, but I love them.
1: You know what? I probably agree about the trailer thing, though. It one thing that actually sells me on a trailer is uh, what kind of music is behind it actually. I remember one movie I watched solely because of the music. Um, I loved the song, uh, man, it sounds terrible coming out of my mouth right now. At the time, I loved the song, um, It's Time by Imagine Dragons. And that song was played, yeah, don't don't do that. I said at the time it didn't sound good coming out of my mouth. (laughs) I was a child. Imagine, so, imagine that <laughs> um <clears throat> i said the song not the band give me a break okay um so yeah and that song was played over the trailer for perks of being a wallflower yeah. and i love emma watson i
0: mean who doesn't
1: uh, exactly <laughs> those two things were the only reason i went and watched that movie and I had to get a chick friend, obviously, <laughs> a to chick go to, to go watch it with me. And she was like, yeah, oh, yeah, sure, I'll go watch that. What's it about? Who's in it? What is this all about? Like, I know so much more. She just went there because she's a good friend. And um, and I'm so glad I went to watch it because it was a great damn movie. I
0: heard it was a good book as well.
1: Yeah, it was a great book too. And I was only sold because of the song.
0: You know, I don't remember the trailers for that besides emma watson literally standing by a wall (laughs) like the picture they use for the poster that's Mm -hmm. all i remember from the trailers um but i okay i'm gonna add whoever's in it as well to the list because that's important obviously but i guess while i'm watching a movie maybe i've been trying to challenge myself to watch films that i haven't seen any sort of like propaganda about To see if I can, like, stay in. And I really do think it's, like, the first couple minutes. If they're... Like, I know in some movies, it's on... Like, you you can't have shit going on all the time. And it's for a reason. And I'm trying to mature and grow. (laughs) But Disney fucked me up. Where I'm like, where are all the lights? Where are are the songs? Why are things happening? When I was younger, I didn't like Rescuers. Or the Rescuers from Down Under. Because... I'm like, one, this doesn't look as bright as The Little Mermaid. Two, they're not singing anything. I haven't heard one song yet. And I think the closest movie to that that I really liked when I was younger was Sword in the Stone, and there's very little singing in that, but I don't know. The story just kept me.
1: You know what's weird is as a child, um, as I started to grow up, and I would think back to like the those other movies, the, those Disney movies, I never remembered singing. And then I watched it, and I was like, jeez, why is there so much singing?
0: Because Alan Minken is a genius.
1: <laughs> Granted, I watch it again, and I'm like, I mean, I could still enjoy it, but it was like...
0: <sighs> I think the music just... does it for me. See, there you go. You're, that's why you are in film, and I am in music. <laughs> I, from the jump had to be sold from music and the score and everything and then later I'm like okay I guess the story's okay too which is maybe why now this is not me admitting that that thing you do is a bad movie because it's great but yeah, this is maybe why I like that thing you do because it's chock full of like 60s fun rock or pop songs so I'm like I'm home this is where I belong I mean the normal person maybe won't like it as much um But yeah, so I'm going to say without seeing it first, or yeah, if I'm not like watching it, watching it in that moment, the trailer and who's in it, obviously. And I think that's anybody, but no cheesiness. I can't stand it. I can't do it anymore. I won't stand for it. Like, don't show me your cheesy trailer and expect me to go see your film with all the same cliche lines, with all the same cliche stories. I can't do it. I won't do it. <laughs> You're not getting my money. That being said, um, Black Panther. Now, I try to, like, detach myself from the hype and the overall Black powerness because I'm like, one, they were smart to bring this out in February. Black History Month, yes. They knew what the fuck they were doing. All right, did they release Princess and the Frog in on in February? I
1: like that one.
0: I did not see that's one too. I was like, I have to like this. I don't know. Everyone's I like, like Princess Tiana, first black princess, and I'm like, yes, I'm happy she's around. Was she a princess. She turned mm-hmm. into a princess. She married what's his name? Yeah, um... the light skinned Creole dude. <laughs> yeah, <you laughs> white. Light skinned
1: Oh, I was like, he's not white.
0: He's Creole though.
1: But yeah. I liked it. I don't know. I think it was ultimate because was like set in New Orleans, so it kind of had like a, that kind of feel to it. So that was like I really
0: liked fun. the Lightning Bug.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's pretty. Didn't he die? Yeah, I was pretty upset about that. Like, yeah, I remember he got squished or something? I wasn't happy. Yeah, I checked out after that. I
1: <laughs> I watched that uh, like a school field trip. Really? Yeah, we always had like these school field trips where we would go to the Dollar Theater. Um, wow. it was like you know the way to get in to the dollar to, to go watch this is everyone you'd get like two cans of food and like two dollars or something like that and then we get to go to the freak. we have like the whole dollar theater to ourselves we go in there and we freaking watch popcorn someone would always bring a laser pointer to point at the that screen That is so nice and yeah there was i saw a couple movies like that
0: well see now i'm showing my age because this was released in 2009 and i was not in any schooling that allowed school field trips.
1: Uh two thousand nine.
0: I was a freshman or a sophomore in I college.
1: Was probably in college. In college. Jeez. Sir.
0: Oh, I think I was Zed's pretty young guys.
1: I'm a youngster.
0: I take that back. They released Princess and the Frog in December of two thousand nine, not February.
1: <laughs> well see there it is. They they <laughs> didn't know what they were doing. They didn't.
0: I mean, I tried to like the movie. I don't know why I didn't like. I just I remember the song where she's like, "I'm almost there," because I just like the animation in that scene too. But other than that, I just remember the lightning bug dying. My soul was crushed, and that's it. She married light skinned, uh, Creole dude, and they live happily ever after. I will say I loved the cultural impact on it because I saw a post around then of this little. This little cute little black girl who went to Disneyland and saw Princess Tiana and was like mesmerized and was crying and so I cried and I'm like, oh my god, you can be a princess too. <sighs> my f- current favorite black f- black film. No, my current favorite. <laughs> my fr- Jesus Christ, why can't I talk? My current favorite film (laughs) and then we are done okay all right we're gonna wrap things up here my current favorite film right now is black panther and i tried to to separate myself from the hype and i think i did for a little bit (laughs) but then it was getting closer and closer to that release date and i'm like i have zero chill because chadwick boseman ought to be oscar nominated by now the man has played jackie robinson thurgood marshall um James Brown and now King T'Challa and I just he's so versatile so damn versatile the whole cast of Black Panther was amazing the acting was amazing Lupita was amazing the the set design was beautiful like everything looked flawless in Wakanda I want to go I want to be and like we'll find it I'm starting to think that maybe it is real and maybe it's hidden like in actual Wakanda we just can't see it.
1: I have absolutely, I had absolutely no interest in watching this movie. Ultimately, because I'm so done with uh, superhero movies, ah. that is the ultimate reason. But it's like everyone's freaking talking about it, and it's like, and that that's actually how I ended up seeing La La Land. Mm. Also, because Emma Stone, that someday <laughs> she's gonna be my wife. I don't know when. <laughs> She'll say yes one of these days. <laughs> but um <clears throat> the ultimate reason i ended up watching that is because the hype just kept growing and growing and growing and people like, you gotta watch it it's so freaking cool man and at some point i was like fine i'll freaking watch it and i ended up watching it when it was like almost out of the theaters it was great it was right after work i went in there at like at 11 o'clock showtime and nobody was in there and i was like i have this whole theater to myself and then like Two minutes before the movie's about to play some couple walks in i'm just like oh this is embarrassing anyway <laughs> point is that's what's gonna happen no i'm not here alone point is that's Put what's gonna ha- <laughs> that's <laughs> what's gonna happen to me when i go watch uh, black panther like when it's like about not to be in freaking theaters anymore i'm gonna go in there by myself 11 That'll o'clock and, <laughs> <laughs> and then i'm gonna see brie and dante walk in Seriously. there i'm like this is embarrassing <laughs> All by like myself.
0: even if you're not into superhero movies, I know people who aren't into the whole that whole Marvel universe, but they like that's the thing though like it's not these and I love all the Marvel movies I take that right back actually are the fantastic four are they with Marvel or d c either way I Wait, take who, it back
1: fantastic four that's Marvel, yeah,
0: take that back um. <laughs> I love most Marvel movies. I see them every time they come out. And this one just seemed way different. Like yes, like I was saying that when I see these films I'm in it for the action. They have that, but these characters actually grow and develop and they're imperfect. It's like they're real people because they are real people. That's impossible. And <laughs> that's not even that's inaccurate. That's
1: preposterous.
0: Um, but yeah, you see that Chala grows and learns that his father isn't perfect and they, like, I don't want to ruin it for everyone, but, and then you have Michael B. Jordan's character, Eric Killmonger, who is like Black Tumblr in a way, where he's just angry, because he's like, you know, Wakanda, Africa, has all this stuff, and they've seen us suffering here in America, and they're doing nothing to help, but I'm Wakandan, so I'm going back for what's mine, fuck all of you, I'm angry, I'm killing shit, I'm coming for what's mine, and that I, if you see the movie, I agree with him to a degree, but I wouldn't go as far as to kill everybody in sight, you know?
1: <laughs> Sounds vengeful. Um, I like it.
0: Yeah. Like, he... Yeah. It's just great. It's a great story, whether you're into the whole superhero-ness behind it or not. Like, it's just... It's really good. That's... It's nice. It's a nice film. Um, But, yeah. Um.
1: So next episode we will talk about three billboards and the post and why we're upset that they didn't (laughs) win what we wanted them to win
0: if they didn't win who knows
1: they they didn't because if i want them to win they won't win
0: they're both up for best picture huh
1: i think they are actually i think both of them are up for best picture
0: we shall see all i'm saying is get out needs to win something Not even because I'm black, but because it's a good movie. Same thing with Black Panther, but also because I'm black. So, (laughs) to quote Issa Rae, I'm rooting for everyone black. (laughs) I mean, we're only like a couple days out of Black History Month. I don't care. And now it's Women's History Month. I'm double dipping. That's right. I wonder
1: what movie they're going to release for Women's History Month.
0: Right? How about that? (coughs) <coughs> how also, about it
1: also speaking of women's history i mean if if that's the case the i don't feel at home in this world anymore elijah wood is kind of like the big seller on it but the main character is the woman melanie blah 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 and it's a very strong leading role leading lady role and it's actually really freaking cool i love that movie
0: go melanie go all right well zed's got important film things to do so we
1: i'm important
0: he is like i'm surprised i even booked him here for free there's
1: quotations on the important part (laughs) well brie thank you so much for having me here i really enjoyed it and i'm can't i can't wait till the next one i really can't gonna be great we're gonna freaking watch those movies we're gonna come back with a list full of notes and we won't have anything Standing in our way. <laughs> it, this is it, The next one is going to be, like a, fi- gonna fi- it's gonna be a five hour now. long session.
0: Get ready guys. And Dante's
1: probably going to murder me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> We're going to actually live stream the films. Oh good lord. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be like a mystery science theater. Is that what it was called? Where you just see our silhouettes and us making little remarks. But I'm actually really going to go watch Across the Universe now. <laughs> so <laughs> if you're into that hit me up well you know what you you won't because again this is actually thursday not saturday we're leaping into the future what year is it <laughs> Whew. all right see you next week guys Bye-bye. bye thanks for tuning in to brie and friends gang stay updated with the latest episodes every thursday or friday subscribe via soundcloud and or apple podcast at brie and friends that's b-r-i ampersand friends to get some behind the scenes and fun little updates follow the show on instagram and facebook links to both including my personal and music pages are in the description box keep on keeping on and i'll see you guys next week